Hello and welcome to Cartridge Cinema Club, episode 86. My name is Mark Champlin and today I'm joined by Alex Wallace. What is up, girls and gays? Um, I really feel like uh, this this is going to be one of those weeks where it's going to help to have a drink on hand and just, you know, kind of just, just kind of lay back and just get ready for us to just talk about some shit that doesn't matter at all. Uh, I'm drinking Moscato out of, uh, like a big plastic tumbler because that's the kind of life that I lead. How's it going, Mark? Um, y- you know, I've got a, a half-drank Monster Energy drink from last night, uh, in which I drank energy drinks to stay up past my usual bedtime of 10, because I'm a grandma. Um, and we watched, uh... We, uh, Hang we on, back up the... real quick before that. Back up. You're saying that you're drinking a monster that you opened last night. Y- yeah. Ugh. Is that weird? That's. Isn't it like flat and gross? Uh I see. We're talking to. I see. We're talking to a bougie person. I'm not. Who has I, standards. I, I don't. I don't. I don't really drink. I, I don't really drink a lot of energy drinks, like, not since college where you would mix them with vodka because you're, you're making bad decisions. Well, here's the thing. It sure <laughs> is a liquid, and it definitely has caffeine in it. God. And I, you <laughs> sure know, I, I, I apparently only needed half to stay up uh, awake enough to watch Aladdin 2018 with... <laughs> um, uh, here's... This is what we're going to do. Here's my one-sentence review of Aladdin 2018. Hit me. Yeah. Um, it's a bad movie. <laughs> And I don't think that you, I think Will Smith should have been this is more, more than of a, a sentence. You're already you've already you've already spoken. No, there was much. a comma. It's okay. called a comma. Okay, okay. I apologize. And I, Please continue. <laughs> it's a bad film, comma. Yes. And I think that Will Smith should have been himself instead of trying to do a bad uh, shtick, uh, a bad Robin Williams shtick. That uh-huh. was that was shitty. All right. Anyway, bad movie. Um, speaking of bad movies. <laughs> We watched Blood Rain 2, colon, Deliverance. Um, it is a 2007 direct-to-DVD Western horror film. I, I read this last week, but <laughs> in, in the interim, I forgot that it was a Western. Well, when I when I read Western, I just assumed, like, like oh, like, not yeah, from Japan okay. or China. Or, you that's, know, you like, know, that's what I, I must have thought that, too. Yeah, um, but I didn't know it was a cowboy movie. <laughs> It's literally a western. It's yeah. fucking red, red dead with with zombies. Um, yeah. So it's it's set in 1880s America, directed by Uwe Boll, the one and only. Um, <laughs> clap for the man, yeah, friend of the yeah, show, friend of the show, um, Uwe Boll. <laughs> it's a sequel to the 2005 Blood Rain, um, which had more of a budget and was worse. Mm-hmm. Uh, which was also directed by Uwe Boll. Um, there's a completely new actor for uh, for everyone. There's only one returning character, yep. uh, and that's uh, Rain herself. Blood, yes, blood, blood Rain herself. <laughs> yeah. So um, I guess like uh, before I get into the plot here, like it's been a very long time since we've done a new Uva Bowl film. Uh, so quick refresher on Uva Bowl. If you're either a new listener or you've just you just kind of black hold that information from your brain, which can't blame you. It's not important. I'm going to say it again, and it's still not going to be important. Uh, Uwe Boll, you know, sort of a legendary schlock director of many bad video game movies, uh, famous for uh, things such as uh, uh, challenging his critics to boxing matches. I'm pretty sure he actually was in a boxing match with Sean Baby or maybe turned it down. <laughs> I can't remember. There's a lot of, of Uwe Boll lore. Um... And 
uh, also famous for just kind of being like a big jackass, um, talking a lot of shit, doing a lot of stupid things, being a mean asshole in interviews to other directors for no fucking reason. Um, well, the reason is that his pride was on the line. Yeah, and, it's true. Know, when, when, when a man is faced down, is faced with those type of situations, you, you got to put up in the ring. Yeah, and the and the weird thing about it is that like his movies are like independent movies, right? Like he like he's like using some weird German tax loophole that lets him like continue to get funding for them and like all of this shit, and 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 it's weird because he uses all of the, like, independent funding he gathers and all of his fucking grit and all of his determination to make his own movies to just, like, photocopy shitty action movies and make them even worse. And it's, uh, it's a bummer. Uh, so with that in mind, we're gonna, we're gonna get into Blood Rain 2. Um, so usually, uh, before recapping the plot, I would say, well, you should go listen to the Blood Rain 1 episode, uh, so you have some context on what's going on in Blood Rain 2. Uh, but fortunately, uh, it doesn't fucking matter at all. Uh, the, the films are not even set in the same century. Um, and there's only one returning character. Um, and also it's an Uva Bull movie, so the plot is bad and doesn't matter. So either way, I really just don't want you to dedicate too much of your, like, brain space to thinking about what's going on in the Uva Bowl movie. So with that in <laughs> mind, yeah, like you said, it's a Western. It's the genocidal settler colonial frontier American West, and Billy the Kid is a vampire who looks like a Redditor and has at least three different accents. We're going to be unpacking a lot of things as we go through this, so I'm just going to keep moving. Again, Billy the Kid, he's a vampire. He, he's he's kind of just doing a lot of different stuff uh, with his voice, and it's hard to hard to follow. But the point is, is that he is he is all up in this town, and he is just eating their kids and shit, and it is, it is no good. Uh, so the sexy half-vampire lady is going to have to stop him alongside her band of absolute fucking cretins. Um, and... <laughs> I, I do want to point out before we move on here, like, it's amazing how every single character in this movie just looks grimy as fuck. Like, everybody has, like, their teeth are all fucked up and they're covered in dirt and they just look like they they stumbled out of a porta potty where they got the shit kicked out of them. And, and, and then you got the one woman who is the protagonist and she is a supermodel with perfect hair and perfect makeup. <laughs> and... And I think that just says a lot about Uva Bull as a person. <laughs> you, you might be thinking, listening to this, like, oh, that's every action movie. But it's not to this degree. Like, you'll watch the Tomb Raider movie, well, the new Tomb Raider movie, to be clear. And, like, everybody looks like they got the shit kicked out of them. And then, I don't know, Lara looks looks like pretty. You know, she's like a like pretty her, white girl, but she's got some yeah, mud on her face. In this her, movie, her hair's in, like, a ponytail that looks yeah. realistic for the situation. <laughs> In this movie, it's like there's fans off screen blowing at this woman's hair, and her her skin has no pores in it. It is just it is just pure perfect porcelain. Yeah. And it's not because she's a vampire, because like half of the people in this movie are vampires, and they all look like shit. <laughs> yeah. Um. So so before we uh, before we kind of get into our general thoughts, I did want to ask um because <laughs> I, I I like the Blood Rain episode was like episode like. 16 or something like early yeah it took early, place in early 2018 cartridge cinema club like you know i mean i that's not saying much this podcast has been running for like a little more than a year that year and a half maybe but still it's it's been a while since we watched blood rain one so i do want to ask how much do you remember about blood rain one <laughs> you you know um 
Michelle Rodriguez was in it. She was. Um, yeah. She, you know, she she was in it. <laughs> yeah. Um, the I think she had a bow and arrow, pro- probably. Yeah. Uh, there was lots of murder. There was lots of. Uh, there were a lot of limbs getting hacked off, uh, and a lot of entrails mm-hmm. uh, spewing out of 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 bodies. Yeah, lots uh, of that's um, kind of that's the mental picture I get. Just lots of red and pink. And, yeah, there was a lot and, of uh, of unnecessary sexual violence in that movie. Lots of murder, like you said. And um, the other thing that I remember, like it, the, the, so, like it was like I remember that it is very unpleasant. And was upsetting to watch. And then I also remembered that it was, like, really confusing. Um, like, it was one of the more, most, like, poorly edited films I've ever seen in my life. Um, it's just, like, cutting constantly, super fast, and just introducing new proper nouns to you at all times. Um, and then I also remembered that it was like a, it was like a medieval times kind of thing where they had, had swords and stuff. Um, so... I just want to say congratulations to Uva Bowl, um, because Blood Rain 2 is hands down the best movie of his that we've watched. Uh, hands down better than Blood Rain 1. Um, it's still very bad, but this movie has like a whole ass three-act structure in it. There's like at least two characters that I don't hate. It, it's like mostly coherent. You can follow what happens in the story. Good job, Uva Bowl. You you did it. You made you made a movie that 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 made sense. I understood what happened in Blood Rain Two Deliverance. Good, good <laughs> yeah. job. It's. I mean, you're not wrong. It's like, you know, God, the bar is the bar is in the fucking <laughs> toilet. Uh, it's just that. Yeah, the worst thing you could say about this movie is that it's fucking boring, which is mm-hmm. more than you can say for any of his other movies. I mostly just hate that, like. Wild West Vampires is such a good, like, concept. It's it's not the first time it's been done, to be clear. But, like, it's kind of one of those concepts that it's hard to fuck up. And he still managed to make it, like, boring as shit. Which is my, my main gripe with the movie, I guess. There's just scenes where... You know, my my uh, my Alex uh, director brain uh, turned on and I was just noticing that, like, during the dialogue sequences, the characters have, like, nothing to do and it's just mm-hmm. shot, reverse shot. Yeah. And it's so slow. There's a scene where, like, one dude is trying to undo her handcuffs and he's explain- he's doing expository dialogue while he's doing it. And it takes him, like, two or three full minutes to undo the handcuffs <laughs> because he has a lot of things to explain. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah, it's um one one of the things that that really makes it uh just real fucking boring to look at is uh it really seems like they could only afford like three angles per scene, so <laughs> so they he, can o- he, he could afford exactly three cameras. <laughs> yeah, so there's only there's only like three different emotional uh emotional vectors by which we could view uh the story that is happening, and because Uva Bull is picking those angles, uh the angles are quite bad because he doesn't know how to tell stories visually. Uh the man still can't direct an action scene to save his life. Um it really is just like it like the, the only thing he knows how to do in an action scene is somebody gets shot and then it goes into slow-mo as they die. That happens like 20 times in this movie, like in the span of the last 30 minutes of the movie. And it, and it just makes you feel like you're you're wading through molasses trying to I get think this that, last half hour. You know, the, the, the presence of guns was a welcome 
addition because <laughs> yeah. that because that really made it so we saw less like gruesome beheadings and and intestines laying on the ground. It was just True. people getting shot in slow mo, which I, you know credit to the time period that that was a welcome change. Yeah, yeah. Any any other any other general thoughts? I have a few more, but I'm curious if you have anything else. <laughs> Um, no, just on the Uva Bull thing, I hope he name searches us on Twitter again. Because um, maybe, maybe we'll maybe we'll goad him into a into a conversation by giving him a compliment on this one, which by saying like, I can honestly say this is the best one of your movies that we watched. It certainly is. Yeah. Um. And it's and and that's incredible because most of the movie is just like like at least like the first half is just kind of like Uva Bull showing you a PowerPoint presentation on tropes one might find in a Wild West movie. You know, it's like oh, yep. Uva Bull's got like a shitty projector set up and you're in his basement and he's just like. One might see a duel, perhaps, in a Wild West movie. Next slide. One might see a bar fight or a hanging in a Wild West movie. I, I really wanted to hear, <laughs> but we we did not hear that, unfortunately. Yeah, there, to... there was, there's like two songs in the soundtrack, yeah, they, and they, they both kind of sound like they that. They came up with their own horn lick that plays like 40 <laughs> yeah. times. Yeah. Yeah, um... It, it really is astonishing the way that, like, Uva Bowl movies are, like, not real films. They're just, like, it's just, like, him, like, recreating action movies. Like, it's, like, I, I don't even know how to explain it. It's, like, you're watching, like, a photocopy of a photocopy. Because, like, Uva Bowl does not take his, like, you know, independent director status to, like, focus on making something that's really, like subversive it's just no. like he just he just does tropes like that's you know that's it he just does I, tropes <laughs> i think i can explain it so have you ever seen like a really good student film that is like a parody of an action movie mm-hmm. but, but like it, it manages it manages to be like pretty decently well shot for being done by like 17 year olds sure this is that except there's no element of parody and it's just <laughs> taking itself very seriously yeah yeah, it really is. And, and, and like, I th- the thing that, like, makes this movie, like, worse is just Uva Bull's constant need to be edgy. Like, the man just, oh, yeah. he just, he can't stop. He cannot stop. The, you know, there's, it, it, we, we already said it's not as bad as Blood Rain 1 mm-hmm. with the gore. Uh, but, like, the... <laughs> he's definitely into blood play. Yeah, there, was... There's a lot of fucking blood. Gonna... There was a, there's Listen. a scene that the dude, there's a dude with the handlebar mustache is one of the main characters. And, uh, the, the rain, the blood rain is like passed out half, halfway dead. And she's like, Ugh, I need blood. Animal blood's okay, but human blood's better. And he's like, Say no more. And then he just, like, gashes his arm and drips it into her mouth. Like, yeah. And it's it's dripping, like, a, like sexily, like a faucet. Yeah. She's, like, lapping it up. And it's just, it's very pornographic. Yeah, it's, 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 it, there, there, there are multiple scenes in this movie. Because there's also, like, a, uh, like, a dude getting tied to a bed and thinking he's going to fuck. And then getting a gun put in his mouth scene in this movie. And all of th- those types of scenes just really feel like it's, like, Uva Bull just wants to, just put his fetishes on screen for you and it's like you know but that's that's fine you're allowed to do that but i thought we were making an adaptation of the video game blood rain here i just feel like he could just direct porn if he, if wanted, he wanted to, to do, yeah listen man if uva uva 
Listen, I know you're listening to this podcast, Uva. If you want to make blood play porn, it's there. Listen, it's there for you. There, there will be an audience for you. Um, that, but I don't know, man. Like, it's, it, it's really like the man is 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 nine years old. Um, uh, because yeah. <laughs> a real a real South Park script. The this one is really something special. Um, so like you know. Hey, I'm gonna say some 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 off-color phrases here that are in this film uh, that I I would not personally say. Um, the, like the word "cunt" gets thrown around in this movie a lot. The word "cocksucker" gets thrown around in this movie a lot, which I really didn't like. Like I get the cowboys, and then at one point, one guy said "Jesus titty fuck Christ" when he when he got a gun pointed at him, and I'm like, "Ooh, you're you're making you're making buddy, listen." You're you're making a Wild West movie. You're not making like a, an animated sitcom for fourteen year olds. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. This isn't like this isn't dialogue for like a marine in like a Doom movie. Yeah, this, I mean it's this, just it's set in, in the eighteen eighties. It's just so it's just so weird because like the movie also has moments where it tries to take itself really seriously and like you know. They they do they there's a scene where they all like take a blood oath about how they're gonna get really serious about killing some vampires and they're doing it all for the people or whatever and then like the next scene is the part where the guy says Jesus titty fuck Christ <laughs> and it's just like I don't know I was I, I I had been taking like more notes on this movie but then I at some point I stopped myself and I was just like I just don't think that Blood Raid Two Deliverance really deserves this from me. Um, no. I do want to talk uh, briefly um, about the 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 preacher character, the pastor guy. That so there is a sort of um, there is a sort of sleazy like evangelist dude in this who shows up in the last like half hour of the movie, um, who is like steal soliciting like donations from his congregation and scamming them and shit. Um, and and I just wanted to ask uh, how you interpreted this character because like every other character, he's doing at least four or five different accents. Sometimes he's a cowboy. <laughs> sometimes he's like a he's like a he's like a sleaze bag. Sometimes he's like a surfer dude almost. Sometimes he's like German. Um, and but I eventually I just settled on like oh he's like a YouTuber like. <laughs> That was the kind of vibe that I got from him. He's just, like, really overly animated in a way that makes you feel like he's trying to get money from you. And that's how I feel about most YouTubers. I don't know. How did you, how did you interpret this? He's, he's like, he's like, a he's like one of the Smosh guys. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Um, it's like, it's like if Logan Paul became a televangelist instead of becoming a YouTuber. That would be, I mean, he could easily transition. He could have done that. it. Let's, let's be real. He still um, could. It could still happen. Kanye did it. We can only hope. You know, God. it's going so well for Kanye. Yeah. Um, but yeah, great he, day for Kanye today. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, the the, the post show is a thing where we might bring up Kanye. Sure. Um, yeah, why not? Just throw it on the, throw it on the pile. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, fuck, man. Um, I feel like this preacher guy was supposed to be like, like, like the sexy one because mm-hmm. like he, he like, like he fucks ladies a, c- a couple times in he, this movie. He, he implies um, that he does fuck ladies. Um, he, he, he's like the, he's like the scoundrel with the heart of gold because mm-hmm. he like redeems himself and like sacrifices himself at the end. I don't know. I just thought, I, I was just thinking like 
Yeah, it was kind of like what you said. This whole movie kind of has like YouTube sketch comedy tier yeah, acting. That is and, about that's about yeah. where it's at. Like <laughs> every yeah. character, it feels like they're doing a bit in a YouTube sketch comedy video from like two thousand eight. That's I just kinda... think they should they should have gone all the way and just casted Casey Frey as one of the vampire hunters. <laughs> I mean, like the fact that there's like three camera angles doesn't help. That really adds to the to the aesthetic. It 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 really it really feels like a movie that was that was made in somebody's backyard. <laughs> any any like professional or like semi professional like Vine maker or like TikToker is a better director at this yes. point than. Yes has does more with less than agreeable did in the 2000s um, which you know goes to show that you know the tools of the trade should be democratized <laughs> and i don't yep. know i'm not gonna like do a whole thing on this but like you know who the fuck is uva bolt like he sucks at what he does he shouldn't be doing this any teenager with a phone is at this point in this decade is a better director than he is yep yep um, the, the last thing that I would like to say about Blood Rain 2 Deliverance, uh, I would just like to formally thank you, Uva, who is listening right now, I know. I would like to formally thank you, sir, uh, for not putting any indigenous people in this movie. Um, real fucking easy to do, like, li- a, yeah. like a cowboy versus I-word thing. Yeah, yeah, they, listen, they, uh, they, they just didn't. They just don't address it at all. There's no name. You know, like, obviously, that's atrocious and disgusting. Um, this movie is set in a uh, in a time uh, where the United States government was actively committing genocide against the indigenous people in the western part of the continent. Um, and those people are just not in this movie at all. But if Uwe Boll had put them in this movie, he would have fucked it up so bad. I was, like, I was, like, so anxious the entire movie that, there, that like, an indigenous person was going to show up in the plot at some point. And I, because I just know he would have fucked it up so bad. And, and, and thank you. Thank you, Uva. Thank you. Thank you so much for just not even trying and instead just, uh, folding yourself into the status quo of white supremacy and at least not subjecting us, uh, to that bullshit. Uh, anything yeah. else that you would like to say about Blood Rain 2, Mark? I'm just picturing the version of this movie where, like, like a, like a, there's the the vamp the the vampire disease is explained by like native like mysticism yeah. and magic. Yeah, like, you can just see that version of the movie. I and... really thought that was where it was going. Like yeah. every when when she like washed up in the river and then like somebody saved her, I was like, oh, here it comes. <laughs> it's gonna happen. He's gonna be like, I'm I'm sitting bare and I'm yeah, God, <laughs> something fucking awful. Oh, like what are we watching next week? Mark. Uh, so we're watching Wing Commander. It's uh, one of the first video game movies. It's I mm-hmm. think it's one of the first ten or so. It's from the night. It's from the nineties. Uh, it's a sci-fi film loosely based on the very cool looking uh, video game series of the same name. It's dire- the interesting thing about this one is it's directed by Chris Roberts, who is also like the creator of the game series. And when I say like creator, Chris Roberts is one of the first like auteurs like video game auteurs mm-hmm. he's he he like is wing commander like when you look at the wing commander credits which i just watched uh recently like the the, the beginning credits of the ms dos game it's like pro lead, lead programmer chris roberts concept chris roberts sound design chris roberts and then the team below him blah 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 it's 
So, you know, I'm excited to see <laughs> what what he got to do at, with his own franchise making it a movie. Um, all I know about it so far is that it was a critical and commercial failure. Um, <laughs> so, you know, shout outs to Chris. Um, I hope he's doing okay. So, so didn't the Wing Commander games have like FMV in them? Like they had like 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 filmed cutscenes. Later ones uh, probably did. the The one that I'm familiar with is the MS DOS game, which was just animated uh, okay. cutscenes, and the, the the Super Nintendo port of that game, which is just okay. very similar. But I have worse frame, frame never rate. played. I've never played a Wing Commander game. I know. I, I know nothing about it except like I think Mark Hamill was in one of them eventually, or That's something. Rad. Yeah, they were just like cool. Uh, you know, very early 90s flight sim sci-fi games. You, yeah. you know, the type where, like, you're in the cockpit, you see the dude's hand on the on the joystick. It's it's it's, it's a good time. It was a real yeah. X-Wing type of game. We'll, we'll see uh, why it was a critical and commercial failure. Maybe I'm, it'll be great. <laughs> maybe it'll be great. Who fucking maybe knows? It'll be... Double Dragon was great. Who knows? You know, Double Dragon was great, and it probably was a critical and commercial failure. Almost certainly. <laughs> Where can people find the podcast on the internet, Mark? Um, if you were so inclined, you could find us at Cartridge Cinema on Twitter. That's at Cartridge Cinema. Join the Discord. It's linked on the Twitter. iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, uh, your favorite podcasting app. These are just some of the places uh, with which you can listen to us with your ears. Uh, you should rate us. That'd be cool. Music is by DJ Tinman. The art is by Courtney Kaufman. For me, it was Tuesday. Now... Fuck cops. Don't join the military. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Fuck it. It's the post show. We're still kind of feeling this out, but like, I've I've we've kind of been on this like, oh, like I don't know. Last week, last week we did the politics rant and the and the mutual aid ramble at the end of the show, and I kind of liked that. That that felt good because it's just like made sense to me. Yeah. By the end of the show, we're kind we're we're loosening the tie real real hard. (laughs) You know, we're just we're we're kicking back and we're just gonna talk about uh, terrible shit mostly. But um. Yeah, I don't know. First, first of all, I just want to give a shout out uh, for uh, what's going on uh, here in D- Denver. Update Denver fun facts. Um, so today uh, there was a uh, defend the police, pro police, fucking Trump supporter ass uh, rally Ooh. hosted uh, near the Capitol, which is where all of the protests happen. Um, and uh, the counter protesters rolled the fuck through and shut that shit down, and the fucking trump supporters had to be escorted out by the fucking cops because they were too scared of all the scary leftists who showed up and blew a bullhorns in their faces and i just think that fucking whips ass and i wanted to i wanted to shout that out um yeah i don't know we i feel like like it, it feels weird to uh or i don't even know like it feels like i feel like we need to talk about portland like in some capacity um even if you know we can't go in depth on it because we're not we're not there but um yeah, yeah. The, the the portland shit is like it's hard because like it's this is one of those things where like this shit is so scary that like i almost like don't want to read about it because it just freaks me the fuck out yeah but then that but that feeling makes me need to read about it more because yeah. that that feeling is a result of privilege obviously yeah for real, uh, for real. so like so like so, yeah, we fucking needed to dive in on this. Yeah, so, what, so, what what have you read so far about well, this okay, shit? Well, okay, so 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 what I am aware of what is happening or what has been happening yeah. important lately is um, there have been 
uh, groups of dudes in camo with assault rifles, uh, you know, looking like federal cops. Maybe they're federal cops. Maybe they're right-wing militias. Uh, maybe they're, yeah. like, you know, just white supremacists who showed up in fatigues with guns. Um, they could ju- literally just be white supremacist LARPers who bought this shit on yeah, Amazon. Absolutely. We, we don't know be. yet. And and the reason we can't know is because they're going into fucking... They're, like, abducting people off the street at protests in Portland um, and putting them into armed vehicles, uh, bl- like, fucking, like, putting blindfolds on them. Uh, driving them around for hours, then uh, eventually you get your hood taken off in the, and, uh, and you're in the fucking Department of Justice, and uh, they coerce you into giving up your rights and letting them take a picture of you, and then they let you go. Um, so uh, the secret police are being uh, deployed in our country. Um, the I mean, this is... Uh, this is what fascism is, right? This is uh, the tactics that have been used on uh, people outside of our country uh, for hundreds of years now uh, are now being deployed on U.S. soil on American citizens, right? Um, you know, th- these are tactics that were being deployed on the borders of our uh, Iron Dome empire, you know, uh, yep. on immigrants, and that has been happening for years now. Um, and now that, uh, the people are rising up, uh, those tactics are being deployed on the protesters. Um, so it's pretty frustrating that like, you know, the fucking, like, like, like liberals love to talk about like, like the Putin regime and mm-hmm. like how they, oh, they, they're, it's so scary. They like will disappear people and like, well, like, okay, can we pay attention to, can we like not talk about Russia for like 15 seconds and pay yeah. attention to the fact that this is happening on our own soil in, and has in, has in Portland in no fucking less. port the, I, no, yeah not to say that it hasn't not to say that it hasn't already been happening on our own soil at the yes. border but like it's happening to white people now yeah. in the, in, <laughs> it's yeah. literally it's happening to United States citizens for uh, not to say that it was in that's any worse that it's happening to United States citizens I'm just saying this is this is an escalation. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. And 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 the 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 point I'm trying to make about it being Portland, um, you know, that is a state with a democratic, you know, governor. Oh, yeah. It is a yep. they have a democratic yep. mayor and wow, turns out you vote blue and you still have armed uh thugs showing up and kidnapping people off of the street. Um so, you know, I don't think that there's a ton that you and I can say uh, because we're just two fucking podcasters and, uh, this is the, uh, rise of fascism happening and both of us are just trying to do the best we fucking can. Um, but be aware that this is happening. Uh, be mm-hmm. aware that it's probably coming to your city soon after. Be aware mm-hmm. that, uh, you know, this thing where they're taking people and then, uh, taking their picture and releasing them is so that they can ID people and fucking track them down later and possibly kill them. Uh, keep in mind that uh, what they're doing now, where it is just taking someone's picture and letting them go, that's just a trial run, and soon it is going to be worse than that. Um, it's, you, you know, I, I see lots of posts, again, from, like, liberals or, like, people who want to, like, be, I, I guess well-intentioned people on, like, Facebook or wherever they, mm-hmm. who are, like, Black Lives Matter allies on Facebook saying stuff like, if you ever wondered what you would do during like civil rights you're doing it right now and it's like okay you if you want to 
you know, you want to LARP that you're doing, like, your best civil rights moment here. But, like, you need to know that not not just one part of the civil rights movement is being, like, brought back. Like, it's all coming back, including the state, like, using its power to disappear people and, like, fucking... Like, I don't know, Martin Luther King was murdered. Malcolm X murdered. Like, yep. all, like, like by Hampton, the United man. States government. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The, these... You know, the the United States government is not going to, like, the, the state is not going to go quietly and give us what we want. I'm sorry. It's, it's like, the, the, so, I don't know. Just be, I guess, be aware. That That's really all yeah. I can say. Fucking pay attention. Uh, it's not just, it's not just the, you know, we shouldn't. I don't know. It's uh, I'm getting tongue tied. Fuck this. Yeah, I'm, I don't know. I'm, the, I'm scared. The, the, I'm scared. You know? the, okay. The the way that I can sort of leave this on a positive note is um, sure. This started happening, and then the day after, the day after, like those videos went viral everywhere. So many more people showed up in Portland the next day. Like I saw yeah. people saying, like, yeah, it's like it's like the first weekend again, and. That's very, very, very powerful. Like, remember that there are more of us. There will always be more of us. Damn right. Than and there like, are of them. And 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 the fact that this movement, when, when the when the fucking feds started kidnapping people, the people's response wasn't to go back in their homes and hide. People's response was to get back out on the street the next fucking night and say fuck that. And I think that's very exciting. I think that's mm-hmm. very powerful, and that's that's telling about the momentum of this movement, and yeah. that's that's really good to see. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Um, you know, I, I think that uh, like it's important to like be aware of like where your strengths are at. What's the safest thing for you to be doing? What's the smartest, most effective thing for you to be doing? Um, if you're gonna go out to a protest, uh, you know making sure that you're prepared and that you're going with other people. And like, if you're going to do something that you might get arrested for, make sure it's fucking worth it. I was talking about this with some of my friends the Mm -hmm. other day. It's like, if you're going to, if you're going to like do something where like you are breaking the law and like, they will likely come arrest you. Make sure it's like for a good reason. Don't just go out there and get arrested and have them fucking take your fingerprints for no fucking reason. If you're doing that, make sure it's like, Oh, we, we are blockading them from doing X. Or like, oh, we all showed up to counter-protest X. Like, there, if, if you're going to get arrested, make sure it's for a good fucking reason. Um, and if you're somebody who, like, doesn't feel comfortable being on the front lines, find other things to do. I guarantee there are other things to do. I know because I've been doing those things. Um, yep. You know, it's, uh, yeah, I don't know, like... You know, we, we've been talking about mutual aid a lot. I've been, you know, going to uh, meetings with homeless advocacy groups and fucking meeting people who do mutual aid. And now I am the proud caretaker of a hand-washing station that, uh, like, keeps people, uh, you know, able to, you know, stay, keep their fucking hygiene um, out in the camps uh, near my building. Um, and now it is my responsibility to go to that hand-washing station every weekend and fill it back up and disinfect it and put new soap in there and get new paper towels on there. And that became my responsibility because I went to some meetings for, like, three weeks in a row, three, four weeks in a row, like, talked to people, got some phone numbers, asked if how I can help, and now I have things to do, and now I am contributing to my community. Um, so I think especially, like, if you're in a place where, like, uh, the momentum kind of slowed down, um, like, 
uh, that that you know that's kind of what's happened in Denver. You know, it's not Portland. This is the case in San Diego as well. Yeah. Um. Even, this is even the case in La Mesa, where I live, which is uh, the place where two banks were burned to the ground. Yeah. Uh, somehow, you know, life, life, life goes on. Things slow down. The the work, but the work doesn't have to stop. Exactly. And like, if that's the position that you're in, then like that's a great opportunity to be like, okay, great. I have some time to get yes. embedded with uh, local organizations, meet people, talk to people, you know, start getting involved. And then, you know, when the next moment comes, all of a sudden, wow, I have tons of contacts in the city. Wow, I know so many people who are activists. Oh, wow, I know where all of the events are happening because I'm in touch with people, you know. Um, take advantage of that. Um, and, and again, I know, I, I try to say this every time, I know a lot of people can't leave their fucking houses right now. And if that is where you're at, like do what you can if 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 getting people to donate is what you can do if donating your own money is what you can do find something you need to be doing something or who the fuck are you i will say this every single week <laughs> like mm-hmm. you know if you're going to call yourself a socialist or an anarchist or a communist or a leftist or whatever the fuck you you need to be acting on that theory is useless without praxis without action you know, you, you know, I was talking to I made a status. Um, no, I made a comment on I, my old uh, choir teacher who was mm-hmm. always like a good guy. Um, you know, wh- one of my good teachers, he quit after like two years at that yeah. school because for reasons, obviously. Um, and he, he went to become a firefighter because he always or like an EMT or something because he always wanted to do that anyway. So he made a really good post about um about PPE and providing stuff like that. Anyway, long story short, I commented and like said something like as a leftist, blah, 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 blah. He messaged me. He's like, so I've seen a couple of your recent comments and like, I know we agree on a lot of things, but what's, what is like, what do you believe as a leftist? Mm -hmm. So that was a cool opportunity to kind of describe to him. It was like, well, leftist is, you know, an umbrella term I use. I I call myself a socialist uh, in more specific terms, meaning that I believe that workers should um, own the means of production blah 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 and he was like yeah but so like but but he was like i don't i still don't understand like like what you believe what makes you different and i was i was really thinking is like leftism is more what you do and yeah. it's not what you believe because like you can believe whatever the fuck doesn't matter but if i'm like you know if i'm working if with mutual aid with someone who identifies as like a democrat or like voted for fucking elizabeth warren whatever the fuck but if they're like out there doing the work, like yep. they are my fucking ally, yep. uh, more more so than, you know, the most you know, the, the biggest the, theory the, head on the, Twitter, the most theory yeah. studied uh, uh, person on Twitter, uh, who is the most uh, you know, pure morally uh, in their brain, fucking do the work, man. Yeah, yeah, no, for <laughs> real. Like, yeah, like the amount of like, like okay, like last week. Um, I, I, we went and did like a, like a tent count of like all of the, all of the, all of the tent camps in the city where people are living on the street. Uh, there are 19 of those in Denver, which is fucking insane. Oh yeah. Another, another fun fact about Denver. Um, 300,000 livable units, 300,000 housing units in the city, 100,000 evictions about to be processed. A Let's third. do the math on that one. A third of people, a third of households, not a third of people, more than that, a third of households. And we already have all of these tents, right? But, you know, like, I went out to these, I went, to, went out to this, like, you know, meeting where we were, you know, doing this fucking intake, and it's like, 
you know, me and, like, some other queers, <laughs> you know, some other, like, queer anarchists show up. And then, like, some moms, you know, yep. who are, like, you know, probably, like, liberal-ish, like, but they're yeah. out there. They're doing the work. They're doing a lot more work than a lot of people are doing. Yeah, man, mm-hmm. totally. Um, yeah, because we, we can't... Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah, we, we agree on we that. We should probably we, wrap up this podcast. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> I had another point, but we'll save it for next time, all right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, anything <laughs> else you want to say before we just kind of, like, close out the post-show, I guess? Nah, that's that's the theme for... Well, fuck Kanye. Um, I don't want to go... Oh, yeah, fuck. It, we were going to... Yeah, God, Kanye, like... Fuck. Kanye, who is, like, maybe running for president or also maybe isn't because he didn't actually do any of the paperwork, but he, like, hosted a campaign rally today apparently and said that harriet tubman didn't actually free any black people um listen kanye west is a big fucking stupid asshole um he has been a big fucking stupid asshole for forever and that has not changed and that's never going to change don't fucking vote for him for president please god okay that's that's like like and yes, yes, he's unwell, but don't fucking make it about that. There's yeah. plenty of people who are unwell who aren't. Who aren't white supremacists. White supremacists. Why anyway. is he like this? That, all right. That is going to be a podcast. This is a fucking, this has been a very long episode. I I apologize, listeners. Remember when we spent 45 minutes just talking about Street Fighter, The Legend of Chun-Li, without <laughs> involving politics at all? I can't believe. I mean, we also had to introduce... The, sh- the podcast is over now. Bye. Thank Bye. you for listening. That's it. I'm pressing <laughs> stop now. <laughs>